Welcome 2209. This is Michael Scott. I'm joined with Angie Bonetta, Lavania Harrison, Dave Wise, and our special guest today is Susan Taylor here to talk about the Manpower and ADAPT program. How long have you worked at General Motors? 25 years. And is this your first plant? This is my fourth plant. Dang. I've been here since February 15th of 2010. So what uh, what other plants have you worked at? Um, stamping in Mansfield, Ohio, uh, brake parts plant in Dayton, Ohio, and in uh, Detroit Diesel Allison in Dayton, Ohio. That was an engine plant. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Have you had any union positions before that? So at my second plant, I was a quality network rep, which they don't have those anymore. It's called GMS now. Okay. Um, so I was a quality network rep, and I was a dispatcher for maintenance, which was one of my favorite jobs ever. <laughs> ever. Dang. It was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so what we did was if there was a breakdown in the plant, mm-hmm. they would call dispatch, and I would dispatch maintenance. That's sweet. Amazing. Yeah. But you put everything in the computer. I mean, right. it's not just that simple. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you track all the downtime and everything, but oh, it's okay. so much fun. So do, do they have – who does that now, or do they just not track Oh, that it? was at my second plant. That, uh, that's oh, not here. I think here. they do have a dispatcher here. Oh, I okay. just don't know. I think it's in Body Shop. Oh, okay. For, like, um, the CACs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how was your day today? Busy. Busy. Is every day busy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> every day. So you used to be a committeeman, or you used to be my committeeman, actually, over on first shift. I think I was on door line whenever I got in trouble. You had to come oh. out. <laughs> but, I would come out yeah. if you got in trouble. Yep, yep. <laughs> how long have you had the position you have now? It, which is uh, manpower and adapt, correct? Yes. I've been... I went up when Pat McGee was getting ready to retire. Okay. And Dave Cornish. Yep. Because he did it on second. And learned from Pat McGee for the three weeks in February before he retired March 1st. Okay. Of this year then, right? Yes. Okay. So So since March 1st, we've been doing it, me and Sean. That's when you took over. Yes. Okay. How? I mean, obviously, it's a different job. So to compare this to committeemen. Actually, you might have taken some stuff you learned as a committeeman or committee person into your new role. Yes. It's contract stuff. Okay. Everything is contract. So you, it kind of intertwines. But I, I like being a committee person because you have the opportunity to teach mm-hmm. every day to hundreds of people. Right. But I like this job. Because I still use my brain to try to figure things out. Right. And then it's, I mean, you're still helping people. It's just more behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yes. I guess what's a typical day like for you and in your role? Or does it just vary so much you don't know what you're getting into? Tuesdays and Thursdays are busy because Thursdays postings come out. Mm -hmm. Tuesdays awards come out. Right. So postings aren't as bad as the awards because the systems are not updated currently. So we have to look at like five different things to try to make sure the right person gets the job. And postings, sometimes they get pulled because bosses have not curly shuffled the teams. Okay. So that's not the right job that's being posted. So we have to pull it and that's when people get upset. Yes. So, and then sometimes the new hires that got hired in January, Mm -hmm. 
they backdated to 10-7-19 is their seniority date or 10-14-19. And in our system that we look at where they post to a job, yeah. it's their temp date because that system has not been updated since mm. eh, about September last year wow. because the manager that ran that program retired and nobody knows how to do it. So when people get upset, <laughs> they're going to – so we look at that system. We look at Kronos. We look at everything okay. to try to make it sure that it is correct. There's a lot that goes into it on okay. the award side on Tuesday. So <clears throat> is it just uh, – you said Sean. Is he – is it like an equal job or is he like an alternate? No, no. Uh, I'm first shift and he's second shift. Oh, okay. So it's ADAPT and manpower. I was off last week, so he covered my oh, okay my a lot of my shift. He um, does more ADAPT okay than I do because I'm doing all the postings awards. He does them too, but mm-hmm. and then the seniority boards trying to make them right because we get a seniority list sent to us, but it has every single person in the plant and then we have to divide it up into the departments it's not like it used to be when wow. we had people soft so now you have um work day right and it's a beast and i don't have <laughs> access to it so there's a shared drive mm-hmm. not a lot of people know what that is but there's a shared drive that fort wayne assembly posts things to okay so a person in labor pulls from workday and puts it in an Excel sheet, just okay. one. Yeah. And it's the 4,000 people that work there. In its entirety. In its entirety. Mm. And then I have to divide it up between the departments, wow. the classifications, and then try to make sure that people's seniority dates are right because <laughs> a lot of times workday has not transferred mm. correctly. So we've caught some, and people have brought attention to us, and we ask people to, and we've told the committee people this too, um, if somebody has an issue with their seniority date, we need to know what plants they've been at, what they think their seniority date is, and we might have to have them do a benefits um, audit on their time to prove that they have continuous time so that we can prove their seniority date. Okay. Because it's it lost got lost in the transition between PeopleSoft and Workday. And when we came back from COVID in May, only first shift was there. And oh. in June it switched over. So second and third shift were not in the system, so I don't have a printout of it. Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's not good. So if somebody sees something wrong on the seniority boards, and I've been trying to correct them, I'm trying to change them once a month because it's a beast, because it's not just one board. You have a board in GA by benefits. Mm -hmm. Then you have the one in the new body shop, the one in the new paint. Old body shop. And old body shop, but we haven't changed that. So we're actually (laughs) – we haven't changed it because something continues to be wrong Okay. Like they're not tatted correctly. They're tat- your tad means what department you're in, what team you're on, what shift you're on. And that is 
now harder to do because the business managers don't have access to it. Mm. So it's and then every a work week, in progress. Yes, we and got every week transfers coming yes. in. We had another nine people hired. Yes, we got people shift preferencing. Yes, so it's all over the place. Yes, and the only shift preferences we keep track of is maintenance and the LAs. So if somebody shift preferences like in body shop material GA, we don't know about it. So we don't know that their shift should have changed. That's all the business managers then that business are... managers, group leaders, but okay. see, they're not getting access to work day either. Wow. So was it originally the supervisors that were putting in like our individual information into work day or so that's what the way it's supposed to be done now, but business managers used to send tads to who it used to be Donna. Ankenbrock, I think that's how you pronounce her name. And now it's Megan, but she's on maternity leave. So right now it's Charles. I think his last name is Jones. But um, you can only do so much. Yeah. In a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So um, it's it's a beast yeah. with 4,000 people. Oh, yeah. On three different shifts. Yes. And people taking vacations. So <laughs> it's you know bosses and right, business managers right. I, uh, yeah. during the elections she mentioned the elections uh during the elections i had like six business managers on vacation wow so it was hard to find people so if so the old body shop seniority board hasn't been updated but if all the other areas have recently been updated yes so if i find a mistake who would i contact you can either come to our office, which is behind personnel. Okay. Or it's in like the training center part. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can contact your, you can knock on the work center and contact your committee person because that's what I told them to do. Okay. You can tell your boss too, because okay. your boss can tell Fred who can try to get it fixed. Okay. I would tell your boss first and then. And my phone number in in plant is three zero nine nine. Outside of the plant, it's two six zero six seven three three zero nine nine. You can leave me a message and tell me what's wrong. Okay. If you want to call back, leave your phone number and I'll call you back. Awesome. So that is the manpower side of your job. What's the difference between a primary, secondary, third posting? <clears throat> so a primary's job. A primary job is a new job that's created Okay. because they're creating jobs right now. Right. A new job that's created, somebody retires, somebody quits, somebody dies, somebody's fired. <laughs> Those are not curly shuffled. And in the contract, it doesn't say curly shuffled. So if somebody tries to search for it, it doesn't say that. It says um, reselect menus. That's the curly shuffle. That's when an opening comes open. So if I post to a primary opening, mm-hmm. my job becomes a secondary. Okay. But you currently shuffle my job Okay. before you post it. So we're in a team. Right. And by seniority, the top person chooses not to take my job. Okay. But the second person does. Okay. The 
top person has to be offered that second person okay. job because they didn't have you have to go back and redo it. So every time there's a every single time team. until there is no shuffle left left and that becomes the set the open job becomes the secondary posting okay so then in ga it'll for regular associates line workers are called associates okay in the contract so a regular associate it will end as a backfill anybody let's just say you're an associate on my team yeah and you post to that secondary job okay your job gets curly shuffled. Okay. And the open job becomes the backfill. Let's say that you work in body shop, paint, final process. Those uh, material are, quality, yeah. mm -hmm. those are um, support departments. Okay. Which is the way it reads in the contract. You all get a third posting. Okay. That's where that third posting comes in. <laughs> so the support departments get the third posting. And so I posted on a secondary and I work in the body shop. Yep. My job gets curly shuffled and the open job gets posted as a third posting. Instead of going to backfill. Yes, because you don't want backfills in preferred departments. Right. So then somebody from a preferred department or yep. a support department right. can't post on that third posting unless there's an overage in their department. Okay. Team leaders in GA can post to a third posting. So can ROs in GA. Even though they're a preferred job, they're not in a support department. Oh, okay. So the other thing is there's a one-time posting. So if I'm a team leader and I post on your secondary team's secondary job, yes. my team leader job becomes a one-time team leader posting. Okay. If I'm an RO, relief operator, mm -hmm. and they curly shuffle and the RO is left, that RO gets a one-time RO posting behind okay. an NGA. Okay. So does that make sense? Yes. yes. It is very complicated. Actually, I would yeah. need to come back and listen to it. But I think that is the best explanation I've heard of that. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I mean, and it's, and it's tricky and people ask me and it's... I, it is. I don't know what to say. I'm like, well, it's in the contract. You can go look also, at it. Also, <laughs> this is the current contract. Right. Things Remember, we're negotiating. Right now. They are negotiating a new con a local agreement, so I don't know what will be in that, and right. hopefully we all learn it. So as it stands, <laughs> this is how we do it. If it remains unchanged going forward, it will be the same, but it is subject to change. It is because they're in the negotiations right now. Yes. So what is the ADAPT program? So the ADAPT program is if somebody's injured, let's just say you got injured in the plant, you go to medical and report it. Yep. Always report anytime you get injured. And they send you in this state, they send you to an outside doctor, like an orthopedic. Okay. Let's just say your shoulder's messed up. Mm -hmm. And in this state, you have to follow the direction of medical. They send you to a doctor. You can't choose your own doctor in this state. So if you get hit, hurt here, you go to medical, you report it, and if they think that you need to go to an orthopedic doctor or give you restrictions, they will send you up to labor and personnel to the window. And sometimes 
personnel doesn't answer that, we will. Okay. And there's phone numbers there, 3099 for me, from that phone that's in okay. Labor's. The window right, yeah, right the next waiting to the room. window. Yeah, the waiting room. Yeah. And 2193 for Sean's. And uh, people will call us. We come over. We give you paperwork to fill out to say what you did, you know, what happened. And we take the restrictions from medical and we start with if it's a occupational injury we start in your department trying to find you work we call every business manager to try to find work for any anybody it's not just um occupational injuries sometimes it's personal injuries okay so we call everybody to fit your restrictions so most places it's short term uh, restrictions so you know right. and, and if we can't find something because some people I mean sometimes you'll get a restriction that you can't bend twist use a gun walk 50 50 you know we right. don't we don't know we don't make the restrictions and everybody's stuff HIPAA laws apply so we can't talk about it right we keep track of all of it and we keep track of whether or not you're in the plant or out of the plant. If we can't find you a job, we send you back to medical and then they send you to benefits. Okay. So this is a program basically to keep you working. So if yes, you have an injury, you can, you can still come to work. Usually it's gonna be something, it has to be something that fits your restriction. Yes. We oh, otherwise you have no work available right. for them. Okay. Right. So that's what we try to do. I mean, and we try to keep you on your own shift. They don't necessarily keep you on your own shift. Wow, I didn't know that. So in all actuality, they can take you and put you on second shift because- With restrictions. Mm -hmm. A restriction? Wow. <laughs> if that's where the job is oh. needed. It actually happened to me. Oh. Um, so, cause I was out on restrictions during our big shutdown. So they brought me in on third shift just to sort through certain things because I only could use my left hand. Uh -huh. And it was only like a three-day thing, but they just needed someone to sort through these small little parts. Okay. So I was there three days on third shift, and I'm normally on second. Yeah, and they do. we do call people back in if we find something to fit your restrictions, if it's, you know, like mm -hmm. that. So nothing was available, but, hey, this job came up or yeah. – mm -hmm. Because we don't want you to lose money. Right. That's what ADAPT is for. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trying to adapt the jobs to the people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So since we got you here, Susan, um, you are on the order form for the autism awareness. Um, so we got pre-order forms for the t-shirts. Um, where can we get those order forms at? So I emailed them through the plant email system. If you need some, I can bring them to you on any shift. And um, we can all, you can also get some at the hall because Erica made them up. They're right on the desk, right? When you walk up to Erica, they're sitting right there. Yeah. And if there's not some, she'll get you some. And there's people throughout GA and Body Shop. I don't know if anybody's in paint. But... Um, there's some on Chrissy Mangrum's on third. Uh, Lisa Cook is on second. And then there's me, Natasha, Sarah Bell, and Ashley Nagel in trim. And Natasha's in body shop. So, and I'm up front in the offices. And if somebody texts me, which 
just about everybody in the plant, I'd say, has my phone number. <laughs> they can text me and I can get it to them any way they need it. I can email it to them or whatever. Okay. The t-shirts are $20 a piece and they're the soft t-shirts, kind of like the Make-A-Wish t-shirts. I think the same people are making them, okay. except for there's, they're not v-neck, like I have a v-neck on right now. Um, Natasha Daniel, she works in Body Shop, started this a few years ago trying to raise money for a lot of insurances don't cover some therapies Mm -hmm. for students in the schools. And a lot of programs have been in the schools have been done away with because of cost. So she tries to raise money every year for autism awareness. And um, she's done a really good job. So there's a lot of the ladies that are have that are on the paper mm-hmm. have somebody either their child or their nephew or their niece or somebody that is affected by autism and i mean it is a good cause i've dealt with it for years um i'm from ohio and they didn't have a lot of resources mm-hmm. and i created a parents group way back in the day i mean like 20 years ago because I'm old (laughs) and I did need to support and it's hard to get people to understand Mm -hmm. what it is. I'll say 20 years ago, there was not, I mean, not a lot just now becoming aware of it and 20 years ago, man. Yes. So it is a very good, yeah. Personal therapies, everything. They really didn't acknowledge it until Mm -mm. it's been pretty recent. Yes. It's a very good cause, so I always offer to help her, and she used to be in my district, Mm -hmm. and we're friends. So, and I understand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I mean, I just understand. So, and I know what it feels like. So, we also have a raffle going on. Yeah, I think she's going to have one every month except for October because of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So, this month, they're... They're $5 a piece for a raffle ticket, and you can get them from me. Or I've also gotten people to do it. I've taken envelopes out. Paula Friedrich in uh, Chassis, and I have Savannah Mirko and Jesse Mirko doing it. So, I mean, I've, like, recruited people to, hey, sell this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So... They're $5 a ticket, and there's three, what are they called? Yeti. Yetis. Coolers. There's two Yeti coolers coolers and a Yeti bag, Mm -hmm. and they're nice. Mm -hmm. So, and winner takes all. We're drawing one ticket out of them. I just turned an envelope in to um, Erica. And this is actually an awesome idea because I know uh, if you got tickets on you, I'll probably buy some. Um, otherwise, <laughs> I know where a couple of the girls are, and I will be getting my yeah, hands on Yeah, and Missy some of these has tickets. some yeah. on third. So I will definitely be getting some tickets. Yeah. Um, we wanted to make sure we talked about it because it is going on right now. Yes. And it is something that we just started doing in the last couple of years. Yes. Um, and just because of COVID, it does hinder a lot of the causes that we usually raise money yes. for. So if you're interested, we got Brittany Williams and Body Shop, Sarah Bell, IP Line, Natasha Daniel, uh, Body Shop, Z1, uh, Susan and Manpower, Ashley Nagel and Trim 2. Second shift is Lisa Cook and Material. Third shift is Chrissy Mangrum and Quality. 
Do you have anything else for the autism awareness? Um, Proceeds go to My Autism Ally. You can visit their website at myautismally.org. All right. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming in today. I appreciate it. No problem. Definitely learned some stuff today. We have two more teams available for the uh, Rich Letourneau Chairman Classic. Um, that's Sunday, August 30th. Registration is at 8 a.m. to 8.50. Shotgun starts at 9. Deadline for the entry is August 21st. As I said, there's only two more teams available. So make sure that you call the hall or uh, to sign up for that, contact uh, Adam Clark with any questions, 260-223-1568. Hi, Lavinia here with your product of the pod. Today, we are going to talk about Airstream travel trailers. They have become an American icon turning heads on the highway since the 1930s. And believe me, the insides are just as nice as the outsides. They are equipped with comfort, technology, and convenience that makes travelers and campers feel like they're at home. And it takes 350 hours and 3,000 rivets just to build one of these awesome aluminum travel trailers. They emphasize that their way is not the easiest or the fastest, but it is the right way. And that's what keeps the product looking, looking and performing great, not just for years, but for a lifetime. If you're interested in looking up any of these, um, you can go to Airstream.com and they will pop up for you. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email dwise, W-I-S-E, 2209 at gmail.com. Also, we have a Facebook page, Local 2209 Podcast. Don't forget to like and follow us on Podbean, and please pay it forward and give the knowledge to somebody who might also need to listen to these podcasts.